Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with Vershawn Jackson. Sponsored by Winkstop. Welcome back to the Ticket 93.7. I'm the Black Shirt, Terrell Farley, and I'm with Bach. Yeah, and it's just me and Bach today. The captain is out. So we're going to cruise the ship and just take a little ride. Um, want to give a shout-out to Tommy Armstrong Jr., man. That thing he did over the over the holidays was great, man. Um, he went into a fire and rescued some some of his neighbors out of a burning building, man. That's good, and um, God bless him for that. You know, we need more great people, and... You know, it, it's good to see athletes do good things in the community and, and special things like that. You know, he didn't have to, you know, run in there and do all that stuff. But that that was that was brave of him to 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 come rescue some people in need. And you know, this is the time when people really needed help. You know, this is not just a little fluke accident. Um, this guy took his time and you know did a good Samaritan thing. And I, you know, I just want to give some shout outs to him and. And, and you know, and prayers to the family that lost their their house during the fire, and and hope y'all can make it back and get y'all another house, or, or you know, getting the proper help to to um to 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 receive help. So you know, shout out to him. Yeah, here's Tommy. I was like, this was on the this was on the news. This happened down in Mississippi, in his hometown, I believe. I think the the house that uh, he rushed into. Um, you know, it was filled with smoke, first of all, but it was, uh, it was his childhood friend. So, uh, here's Tommy Armstrong again in this, in this news clip, not former Nebraska football player, Tommy Armstrong. You know, this is in Mississippi. It just says, uh, witness. <laughs> so this is a witness, Tommy Armstrong. Uh, I saw a bunch of smoke. So I just started grabbing bricks and throwing it through the window. I realized they're trying to get out of the uh, back right window. So I crawled in there and, uh, grabbed her, picked her up and drug her to the window. We, we got her out. At the end of the day, I was just trying to find her. Uh, it, was, it was more just because I've known her since I was a little kid. So there you have it. There's Tommy Armstrong, uh, you know, talking about uh, his part and that he had to play in there. So, uh, yeah, it was, it's it's really cool to see uh, him kind of be, being a hero off the field. Of course, he was a bit of a hero on the field as well. Uh, Terrell, were you – how once you left Nebraska football – is there an era that you kind of like dipped in and out of, or have you kind of been watching the whole thing? I mean, did you remember Tommy Armstrong pretty well? Yeah, yeah. I think that was when I first started to come back by like 2015. Mm, oh, I yeah. I think he was still there. So, you know, I think the part I missed was really like the Callahan years. Yeah. I, I, I really kind of faded out of Nebraska then. You know, I, I always watched him, but, you know, I, that was a part of my. Probably part of my life that I probably didn't pay much attention to Nebraska football was them Callahan years. Well, they didn't give you much of a reason to sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 I, and I came, I think, I think when I came in 2014 to a game, Bo was coaching. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I think, yeah, he was coaching because I came to the Miami game. With oh, him. yeah. I think that's that, a good one. Yeah, that was a good one when they played here. But, um, uh, yeah, it was – it's just, you know, I, I just hoping Nebraska football can get back to glory. I know we got rough years, man. And I could – and you still don't feel – I'm not going to say feel safe, but I still feel concerned about, you know, just the things we're missing right now. You know, I know we're, we're missing that big-time receiver. We're missing those defensive linemen. We're we're missing those those linebackers. I mean, if we're gonna be a great team, we need we need we need more great players to add to this chemistry. And I know it's still an early part, but you know, I mean, these these pieces gotta get in this puzzle early. You know, you you don't want to make a puzzle without the right pieces in the middle. Yeah. So you you gotta plug and fill every weak spot with a, with a, with a strong spot. So you know, and and that's one of the things I'm looking forward to in later on in the year is just discussing how this team comes together as one and you know it's it's going to take time and it's going to be way past spring till we see the uh, identity of this of this team you know we might have to wait till that week zero or week one or to to see this identity of, of this new era of nebraska football yeah, it is. It is. You know, when you talk about identity, I know they want to, you know, Matt Rule's kind of whole thing is they're going to come play a, a physical brand of football. And uh, that's that's what we've been asking for years. Right. It's to kind of build that foundation. Um, but as far as like year one, what are they going to lean on? Uh, we talked about the running backs and, and the possibilities there. Um, but it is, you know, th- that is one thing about Matt Rules. He doesn't come in with like a flashy offensive uh, style. And, you know, I, I, again, I, I think that that's great because Nebraska's kind of been falling into that path the last couple hires and it hasn't worked out at all. Um, but he doesn't have like one s- absolute strength that you just go, well, that's that's going to be good under Matt Rule for sure. Now, you can argue the front lines, but, um, you know, and, and he's got he, – he's just a well-rounded head coach, and he's going to be, you know, trying to surround Nebraska and his players with the, these these young coaches that he brings in that can recruit and, you know, kind of just be the overseer of the program. And, and certainly that can work. It, it just – it does leave you – wondering like what is like like if Mickey Joseph obviously um had been retained and, and things worked out you know he's like wide receivers that's his specialty Scott Frost you know he's got that that offense that's his specialty Matt Rule's specialty is just kind of program building which is kind of just all together um you know it it, it it, it's hard to identify exactly where where that begins. So, and I don't know if it's going to be a particular place. Maybe it's a different in, in, at Temple than it was at Baylor than it will be at Nebraska. I think it will get done. Uh, unfortunately, I, just for some, and I know some people hate hate to hear this. I think it'll take some patience. And and you know when I say that to to some fans or, or to some people around the offense, it's like. Um, Nebraska fans don't deserve this. They, you know, they're going to have to have results right away. And it's, it's like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the goal. That's the hope for everybody. But at the same time, you, you kind of are what you hired and what you hired is a guy that comes in kind of, you know, (laughs) sets everything aside and and rebuilds and the first season's usually rough. And I, I think that you could see that here. And I think Nebraska fans should somewhat prepare, um, for the first season, not being the finished product. Well, and, and that's the thing. These fans that get that they, they they we we watch these other programs that that come up real fast, and we don't know we don't know how they do it. They say they do it by recruiting, but they do it by developing players faster than us. Develop uh, uh, a linebacker. I mean, you could. I mean, you could you could ease them in. Like Ernest Ernest Hausman could have been better than what he was if he was eased into that position more often than what they did it 
to before before the injuries occurred. You know, if they would have did that at the beginning of the season, Ernest Hausman could have been ready by week four. Uh, Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's, it's other things. And, and on the, um, you know, the text line we got on, um, Brandon's talking about, you know, like the wide receiver group. I mean, what what what, what are they going to look like? Right now, I don't think that – I think that's the weak spot right there because, you know, we don't – we don't have that Trey Palmer. We don't have that that deep threat. We don't we don't have no guy that I see that has that breakaway speed. We have a freshman coming in, but he, he's not ready. So we're gonna know that. So you got to understand that we we got to find a couple. I, I, it's just more than one thing we got to look for. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know that's that's to be expected when you're taking over a program um, that that has the longest active uh, bull. Like we, Nebraska used to be known for their their long bull streak going like 32 years or whatever. Now they've got the bull drought, the longest bull drought. How long was seven years? Power five. Yeah, it's uh, been since uh, what 2016 um, since they went to a bowl game. Oh man, that's that's and that's sad. And um, and like somebody said, the recruits don't transfer every year the development of recruits will show in two three years and and that's the thing these kids don't want to wait two three years this is the the, the society we 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 put football into now that th- these kids want to come in right away you have all these showcases you 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 give them all these stars and you make them feel just you know above every athlete that's already been on campus who who put their time in so you got to come in and you know they need to put the time in. The kids got to invest in in the university, like we got to invest in them. You know you got to you you know I'm not you got to invest your time. You know you got to put you got to put it. You're not ready off day one. No freshman is going to be day one ready at the University of Nebraska this year. So these kids got to develop. They, I mean, if they want to develop fast, put in the extra work, put in the extra time. You know, come. Go get out, graduate in December. Now, if you want that mm-hmm. edge, this is what some kids have to do. They have to learn the playbook, you know, learn it, get out of high school. You got to come here in the summer. You don't get the playbook in time, so you still learn it. So, what you do if you graduate early, you get you, then you come here for spring, you get in, the, you get in it early. Oh, yeah, and it, and it makes you ready, just like a you'd be like a red shirt freshman coming in. So, you know, it's certain things they can do to, to get these kids going like that. Yeah, and, and I remember back, you know, back in the day, it seemed like you'd have three or four kids or, you know, two or three kids being able to do that. Now, a lot of kids are jumping on that opportunity, and I hope Nebraska, with this class, will have a few of those guys. Let's pause quick for a station ID before we get to the Honda Lincoln Hotline. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first. 93.7 The Ticket. All right, let's head to Brian on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Brian, how are you doing today? Hey, good, guys. Uh, happy New Year. I know it's a couple of days early. but oh, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, you know, with respect to the comment you made about uh, Coach Rule, you know, uh, just from a practical perspective, you know, fans are got to be patient. He's got a lengthy contract. And yeah. so he's not going anywhere for a while. So uh, folks are going to have to give him a little bit of grace here to see if he can turn this around. Certainly the – track record at uh, Baylor and Temple 
uh, um, illustrates that he, you know, he, he can do it. You know, he had a rough go at his NFL stop. I don't know how, how much that though tells you about his uh, uh, about college and his stop here. The one thing I would say though is a big thing he's got going for him is the Big Ten uh, West is incredibly weak, and it's just not that uh, good of a, a division. And so he does have an opportunity in the next couple of years, uh, you know, to really get it going. If he can get the right players in here, uh, you know, get some development of the younger players. So, um, you know, he's set up to make a pretty good leap here in the next two, three years because, as I said, the Big 12, or excuse me, the Big 10 West is simply not that good. He's not in the East. That would be a whole different story. So, We'll see what happens. We'll know in five years whether this hire's worked out. I think we're all cautiously optimistic right now. But as we've seen before, there's just not a uh, certain thing in these these coaching hires. So we'll know in five years whether this worked or not. Yeah. All right. Appreciate you, Brian. Yeah, that, that certainly is true. I mean, you ask the, ask the, the guys down at College Station. I mean, Jimbo Fisher uh, had you know came into Texas A&M with a national championship, and now uh, they're sitting at home, not watching you know a bowl or not or watching the bowl games. I should say, not in a bowl game. So uh, you know, there there is no sure hire. It will take time. Um, to the Big Ten West uh, point, I, I I do think that it is there for the taking, and it is um, you know especially now with Wisconsin transitioning. Um, but there, I, I, I still say this: you've got to be able to coach in the Big Ten West. I mean, they might yeah. they might not overwhelm you um, with athleticism, um, but they, they're, they're going to be physical, and there's just, it, it, you know, with there's just not a whole lot of, lot of weeks where you're not going to be very challenged in the coaching realm. I mean, you think about the Brett Bielamos and the Pat Fitzgeralds and the P.J. Flex and now the Luke Fickles and, and, and Kirk Ferentz, who's had his job longer than anybody in college football for a reason. I mean, these... Uh, these teams uh, again, they they might not be top end going eleven and one every couple of years. Although Minnesota and Iowa and Wisconsin all have been there, um, but I, I think that adds to the frustration of not getting it done the last couple of years. Is Wisconsin has had their kind of downtime, and so the Big Ten West was there, and and Nebraska was just at the bottom of it. You know, well, not or, taking advantage of the opportunity. Is, is, is Wisconsin a front runner right now for the West next year? You think? Um, it'd be tough because none of these teams are going to finish in the top 25, um, you know, outside of Illinois, who's going through, a, you know, maybe, and, and they've got a lot of transition going for them. Um, I don't know. It's, it, it is, it's going to be wide open once again. And it is, again, it's kind of frustrating that it, in, in two ways to me, because it's frustrating because Nebraska, not only was the opportunity there for them to take the division, and the division will probably be gone in a few years, and then it'll just kind of be round-robin with the Big Ten East teams, but uh, and, of course, UCLA and USC coming in. But not only was it, was it open, but Nebraska was, like, at the bottom of it because they didn't, they didn't really have the physical, typical Nebraska brand in play. So yeah. uh, it's it, it just kind of two-part f- frustrating there for me. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We're up against it uh, once again, so we'll take a quick break. And uh, we'll be back here on The Captain for another hour. It's the fastest two hours. That was a quick hour. So the fastest two hours on in, uh, in sports. In, in sports radio. Yeah, coming up next here on The Captain. Yeah. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.